No, I need to get into it. I need to get into it. Yeah. I need wake, to wake up. up. Wake I up. Need... <laughs> nice gun impression. Oh. We shall be helping the Naboo. <laughs> <laughs> I like how on the mic I can kind of hear a bit of it. Aye. No, no. You, what was that? Your Jar Jar Binks? Is this where I do my Jar Jar Binks? Yeah, you do your Jar Jar Binks, and I'll do Jar my Jar Jar Binks. Binks. Mr. your humble servant. That was that was actually really good. Yeah, it's actually not bad, is it? I've, I've got I'll I'll the whole. I'll do mine. You ready? You ready? Go you ready? Ohana means family. <laughs> I thought you were going to do Jar Jar Binks, and then you started going stitch. I know. I like, I know. Oh, you had me in stitches oh, there, that's mate. That's a stitch up. Oh. oh, two stitch puns at once. Now that's the intro. Now that's the intro. This is why we pe- are I don't know why people person. still listen to us. I really don't know. Why do people still two give us the time? Two sides of the same coin. Two sides know. of the same coin, mate. Hello and welcome back to Who's There, a Doctor Who podcast where two YouTubers get together and talk about the best damn show in all of time and space, Doctor Who. I'm your host, Crispy Pro, and as always, joining me is the now well-lit Troy Red Archer Live. How are you, good sir? Mate, you can't trust the lighting in my room, I swear down. We were just like... It's it's shocking, Half an hour of preamble (laughs) and the lighting is perfect, and then we went to start recording and it went super light near again, so we just kind of sat and chatted for a bit more about how big of thassies we are, and then... The lighting oh, went yeah. dark again, you know? Talking about our, our love of Thasmin. Yeah, our love of Thasmin, mm. which will no doubt be discussed. And then also showing clips of Oscar winner Jared Leto howling <laughs> like a car horn. Because <laughs> that clip from House of Gucci just gets me every time. If you haven't seen it, I've, ne- it's I've on never Twitter. seen that until just before. <laughs> and geez, Louise, that, was, that uh, was a sight to see. If you've seen House of Gucci, you no doubt know the clip we're talking about. But if you don't, there is a clip in, in that where Jared Leto basically goes to scream. And it's actually in the film. It's not an edit where they overlay a car horn over him screaming it, and so you hear no noise but the car horn as it's a transition to a different scene. And it is both the both, <laughs> most beautiful ridiculous. and ridiculous thing in existence. <laughs> Honestly, it's just... But what are we talking about today, Troy? Um, I think we're talking about Morbius, you know? The, the greatest Morbius, film of all time. Speaking of Jared hour. Leto. Yeah, hashtag <laughs> Morbius everyone. Sweep. Hashtag Morbius Sweep. Have you watched Morbius yet? No. See, you have, you have told me you're watching it on Saturday, which means when this episode goes live... You'll I am probably, watching it on Saturday. But you're watching <gasps> it or have seen it. So, yeah, it's not quite as exciting as when you were like, oh, Troy's meeting David Tennant. But, you know, the time this episode no, goes live, know? Crispy Pro is watching Morbius, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Sorry, that was mean. Speaking of mean, no, that's funny. Have we seen, you've seen Mr. Tardis's live stream. We're going to mention this very quickly before we get into the content. because We've got a lot to talk about today. We've got a lot. Mm. But last night I was on fellow YouTuber Mr. Tardis's live stream. It was uh, no doubt he wanted Crispy Pro, but he was just asleep. So he got me instead. Shame for him. Um, but- Same thing. <laughs> But he made a, he made a, a drinking game for who's there, and it was like every time oh, yeah, a certain thing happens, so do a funny. shot. Do you know what we should do? We should like get that up right now and read out what he said as the drinking game. Do you know where that happened in the stream? Because I can just cut it in the edit and like read out all the things. Um, it was. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find you were it right on there now. for quite some. time. I was on there for an hour and twenty, so it might take a while to find, but I'm gonna find it. <laughs> right, got it, got it, got it. Here we go. I've got the stream up. Here we go. It's gonna be really weird to like read this out and as like he's saying it, so it's probably gonna sound really weird in like in post. But here, here is the drinking game that Mr. Tardis came up with on stream. Well, maybe not on stream. He just had it handy and read it out to me, and it very much caught me off guard. So here are the things. Okay, so the first thing is you take a drink if Crispy breaks into song or rap, which I, at first I thought was quite tame because like he's not done that too much so that's not too bad 
Uh, then he said, if I go to a convention and meet a doctor, take a drink, which... <laughs> You're drunk yeah. every week. You're drunk immediately, and I, and I was going to say that, but he then followed it up by saying it's a shot for every doctor like that you meet. He should have said cast member; <laughs> he would have made it even worse. Um, but then after that, oh yeah, <laughs> this one I was like, hey yo, let's not call me out too much. He was like, if Troy and his mum go to a convention and break the rules intentionally yeah. or not, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Just because I didn't know jo- that Jody wasn't doing personalizations, okay? Let's not let's not ruin it, okay? Let's not make it sound like I'm a villain. I was like, wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you then take a drink if I bully Crispy, in which case you've already been drinking this episode, and then you finish the drink if Crispy bites back. So oh. it's just a. <laughs> Oh, there's more. Oh, if you talk about visiting England, that's a shot. And another mm-hmm. one if you go to, to, to check plane prices. Correct. Another one if we mention James Corden. Mm, big one. Another one if I mention my finances. A huge one. <laughs> if you do Peter Capaldi impression, that's a drink. And then finally, you take a drink if either of us mention the absorbal off, and you finish the drink if at any point during the episode I go, you've dabbled with aliens, now meet the genuine article, or anything alike. We got it in every week, every week. Every week. Every, every single week. damn week. And even even by saying that, we got it in this week now. Honestly, so how it's good. just How ridiculous. good. That is just ugh, so much, so much drinking game. So much drinking, so much drunk. Such drunk. Very so much, much game. wake up on floor at quarter past two in the morning like I definitely didn't do a couple of weeks ago. Wow. Yeah. I, uh, wow. You, you know, you, you don't drink for a year and then you drink so much that you wake up on the floor and go, what the hell happened? It's a wild time. And you, go, you go, whoa, who's there? And Doctor Who podcast. Shut up. Shut up. I hate you for that. <laughs> I hate that that's making it into the episode. I hate that that wasn't an I intro know. bit I could just cut out. I'm so upset with I you know. for that. I'm so upset <laughs> with you. So, should we actually do what we're going to talk about now? Which means this intro has probably been about 10 minutes long, which is quite funny. It's been a long, long intro. Chaotic but that's energy. okay, because what, what, what else do the people want from us? The last I don't episode know. was shorter than normal, so this one we're going to make it up. How long was the TV movie episode? It was like 50 minutes, right? 52 50, minutes. 50 something. Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry about that, Almost. Folks. But you know what? That's longer than Legend of the Sea Devils, mate. I'll tell you that much. Mate, don't even. I'll tell you that don't for free. Even. So, I'll tell you that for free right now. Three things to talk about. We have got Legend of the Sea Devils. We've got that Centenary mm-hmm. trailer. And 14th mm-hmm. Doctor News. There's not very much in that Amen. regard. So we'll just mention that right off the bat now and get it done. One thing we'll also be doing later in the episode is we've asked all of you on Twitter to give your thoughts on both Legend of the Sea Devils and the Centenary trailer. So later in the episode, or probably, I don't know, at the end of the episode, if we end up rambling and end up getting to the very end point and realising that we've not talked about it, which is entirely possible knowing us two. But we will read out the Twitter responses and talk about them so we can kind of get some fun interaction. And don't forget, as always, every week, we've got a Q&A and a poll and we're all back to normal now recording every week so you can get back in there and get posted so next week is the where are they now episode we'll be talking about like doctor who actors and other roles they've done that we like them in be it before or after doctor yes. who i know it's where are they now but we can talk about prior ones as well purely so i can talk about the thick of it to be honest with you but we're going to be talking about that we asked the question a couple of times already but the last chance go and reply in the last episode uh, or the one two episodes ago last episode we'll do the tv movie episode we put a question up once again asking what your favorite non-doctor who role is for a doctor who actor Go back on there, leave a comment, and we might feature it in the next episode. We'll have a different Q&A this week, which is just going to be leftover thoughts from the Centenary trailer. What stood out to you in the trailer? What did you like the most? What are you thinking about it? What are your theories? Let us know in the Q&A for this episode, because I think it'd be cool to mention that in next week's episode and just have some leftover splash conversation. But uh, anyway, 100%. let's continue, shall we? Sam, 
Yeah, get it over What we have is that when the trailer came out for Centenary, which I still haven't processed, I don't think anyone has still processed, because... Neither. Wow. Absolutely not. For, for an era like Jodie Whittaker's, where your next times are only like seven seconds long and don't tell you very much, that was like a yep. an out-of-nowhere thing. We got more which, than three character shots. I can't believe we got more than three frames. Genuinely, it's, it's just... It's, it's mm. crazy. It's crazy. But we'll be breaking that all down. Don't worry. Um, Absolutely. But we're going to be talking about uh, a few different things, but starting off, we're pulling an article up from the BBC that came out when it was announced that uh, Tegan and Ace would be coming back in the Centenary special. Huge, by the way. Um, Huge. I'm just bringing up the article plays. because I want to give credit to the person who wrote it because I don't remember his surname off the top of my head and I now cannot find uh, it, the BBC it was, article. It was, um, oh no, I know. It was Corden. It was... Uh, you need to stop a, talking. Jay Corden. I'm, Jay I'm, Corden. I'm taking away your speaking rights. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to server mute you. Jay. Um, Corden. Here we go. By Lizzo or Lizzo uh, Mazimba. I really Mazimbi, hope I'm not yeah, butchered no, that. No, it's it's Liza Mazimba. He Liza does Mazimba. All of the, That's how we say it. Okay, cool. He does like the uh, all of the behind the scenes Doctor Who. Stuff, I did, like, yeah, because I thought lot, I recognised the name, but I've never said it out loud, He's, and I really didn't yeah. want to butcher it, like, so I'm glad I didn't. Okay, good. Um, but he put an article up, uh, literally, almost as soon as the trailer went out, I'm pretty sure, titled, Doctor Who, Former Companions to Join Jodie Whiskers Farewell. It's all, obviously, no offence to him, it's all very run-of-the-mill, it's giving you information that we know from seeing the trailer, with a bit of extra information from interviews and things, but it's the last sentence that got everyone very mm. excited. Because Everyone on Twitter went mental. And it was kind of like a how has nobody noticed this kind of thing because the last sentence of the article says, her replacement as the Doctor is expected to be revealed in the coming weeks. So, of course, what everyone... What does that mean? Everyone's like, what the, does the that coming mean? weeks? What? Like, when was this? Huh? How do we know? What's going on here? What? It, it turns out we got excited over nothing because uh, Lizo yeah. put something on Gallifrey Base, which I haven't logged into in about two years. So I had to try and remember my password to get the screenshot up to put it in the in the podcast. Shout out to William here on Twitter for sending me the link to begin with. Um, mm, thank you, William. But it was pulled up on, on a message board on there somewhere that, that Lizo had said this in the article, but he, he saw it and replied and put, coming weeks doesn't necessarily mean imminent. Jodie regenerates in around 25 to 30 weeks time. And assuming we see who she regenerates into, we'll find out the next doctor at some point between now and then. In other words, it doesn't mean necessarily we'll get the information in the next couple of weeks. He's just guessing we might do. Yeah, it was an educated guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. My dream of us not seeing the next Doctor until the episode lives on. I really wish my dream of my room staying dark for the entirety of the episode would live on because I've just come back to my camera and seen <laughs> that I'm super bright again. I can never win in this room. I can never win. No. Like, the blinds are shut. I've got like a giant Mass Effect like banner thing I'm going to put over my, my, my window because I never open it anyway. Maybe that'll block out some do you light. Think, do you Who think knows? that will have a massive effect on the lighting? I think you need to shut up so we can move on. Uh, <laughs> that was awful. I hate you for that. I hate you so much. Um, so yeah, that's just uh, us covering that very briefly today. that we don't know about the next Doctor any more than we have since July last year when they announced Jodie Whisker was leaving, which yeah, 29th yeah. of July. I can see it literally says more on this story. The article that Jodie Whittaker was leaving came out in July 2021. We've known she was leaving now for nearly nine months. It's crazy. But no, seriously, I just, I, I really, really hoped that we weren't going to find out who the 14th Doctor was until the Centenary special. And now knowing that that bit in the article is fake, it gives me hope. Am I, am I just one of the only people who wants that? Like, I like the big announcements for Doctor Who, but I kind of like it to mix it up and and just like find out in the episode because they would then also guarantee we can don't we, get a fake. Can we to have black, a bet? You know? Can we have Ooh. a bet? Yeah, let's have a bat. Watch your bat. I don't think that the BBC and everyone would waste a massive, like, trending Twitter moment that they could make into, like, I a agree. live event or something. I don't think I they would do something like that. I completely agree. Mr. Mr. Tardis made a very good point being like, oh, you know, in, in, like, how secretive 
Chibnall's era has been. If any era is going to pull it off, it might be this one. Yeah. So, but I can I, I can bet against you if you want. I don't know. There is there is such a thing as you know the difference between dream and reality. Sadly, um, and mm, I do think that, that reality will point. differ greatly from my dream. I don't think for a second what I want will actually happen. I think we will get a big announcement. But if mm. we do, can we get a big one like the Peter Capaldi one? Because I remember watching that show of him a being live announced event. live, and that was so cool. I loved yeah, that so that's much. Cool. Like the Jody Whisker announcement was, was amazing. Fun. Don't get me wrong, because everyone was watching Wimbledon and not having the clue what tennis was about. I mean, yeah. I understood <laughs> tennis, but I wasn't really enjoying watching it too much. I'm not. Not a big fan of watching sports. It's just not me. I mean, I never, I never leave my house. You know what I mean? That's COVID, mate. Not your fault. That's COVID. Yeah, it's COVID. COVID, which I've recently had, and it was not fun. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Now he's back, back in action. And that's what's so convenient is that, like, we we didn't record an episode the week where I literally right. had no voice because of COVID. You couldn't have lined that up better. You genuinely no. couldn't have. Um, it's almost like almost like I knew you were going to get it. It's almost, yeah, you predicted it. But we digress. Shall we move on now and discuss the most recent episode of Doctor Who? Did you know there was a new episode this weekend? I I actually did. Did you know? I knew, yeah. It's kind of crazy. I mean, well, most people didn't know, judging from the viewing figures, but that's a whole different matter to talk to about. Say, yeah. We've said this Jeez, before. The viewing figures are not know. like something to judge your, your, your opinion of the era off too much because, as we've said previously, the TV landscape has changed a great deal despite what people Absolutely. on Twitter are replying. I, I saw someone replying to me on Twitter saying, well, that's just not true. It is. Was Netflix it as is. big as it was <laughs> when Planet of the Day came out? Oh, wait. Netflix didn't exist. So, uh you know what mm. I mean? Did Netflix exist in 2009? Yeah, exactly. It didn't exist, did it? When did Netflix start? Well, I'm looking it up. No, Netflix Netflix did exist, but it was a DVD service. <laughs> like Blockbuster. No, what? they like sent it out to people. Oh, you're serious? Oh, wait, you're not joking. Oh, what? I'm not joking. I didn't know this. Yeah, no. Are you kidding me? No, they used to, yeah, they used to send it. It wasn't here in it. I don't know. It wasn't big in Australia if it was, but um, I, that's how it started, I swear. Oh, right. Okay. In 2007, Netflix introduced streaming media. Okay. So it like the streaming site did exist in 2007. It's crazy to think that streaming existed in 2007. That's, that's wild. It is a weird thought. No, it is a very strange thought. Cause I remember in, I remember in 2015, 2014 was like my first kind of like experience with Netflix. My mate being like, Oh bro, we should go like halves in an account. I'm like, what are you on about? This whole streaming thing is just a phase. And now I don't even watch television. It's not a phase. phase. You do watch television. You watch Doctor Who. I do watch Doctor exactly. Who, but you don't know what? Call it you know what? Who. I don't. I don't. Sorry, <laughs> I, but I don't think the episode like Legend of the Sea Devils has actually gone to Australian television yet. It's only on our streaming services right now. Ah, gotcha. Fun fact. Um, but that's Fun what we fact. were going to say. That unfortunately, Legend of the Sea Devils has had the worst overnight ratings of any modern Doctor episode, and the most worrying thing is it's by quite a long way. Because it pulled in yeah. 2.2 million viewers on Sunday night, mm. which I don't know what the mm. lowest was before. It was a Capaldi episode, apparently. I think it was something what? like... What? Uh, someone said, I've seen people tweeting this going, oh, the lowest overnight was Capaldi. And like, you know, I'm so glad because he didn't oh, deserve overnight, this. Blah, blah, overnight, blah, blah. maybe. Overnight, maybe. Consolidated, I don't know. Oh, yeah. not Probably not consolidated. I did a whole did a whole video on it, but those are consolidated figures, I think. I'm just looking to try and find any kind of evidence to back up that it was a Capaldi episode first, and I can't find it off the top of my head because you can't trust Google. But I saw someone say something like that. It might not be true because I, I know some reasons. it might be the Timeless of... Children. Yeah. It... Oh, could it be? Could it be? Is that is that possible? Oh, uh, no, no. I think it might be uh, Eaters of Light. Oh, that might be it then. That might be it. Um, yeah, I think I think that's it. I'm gonna put Eaters of Light overnight ratings and just see what that pulled in because then that'll tell us. Because I'm wondering. Oh wow! It only wow. Eaters of Light was watched by 2.89 million viewers overnight. Wow. Yep. 
Okay, so maybe 2.2 million isn't the most shocking thing in the world, if that's happened before. Then again, Eaters of Light was right? like, pretty forgettable, or is that a hot take? Like, that's that like, is not a hot take. It's just, it's, like, I, se- series take. 10 is one of my favorite seasons. Like, my top three seasons of Doctor Who, I don't know if I've ever said this in the podcast, but the series four, series 10, and Flux, to be honest. Like, I loved Flux mm. that much. But, like, in series 10, one of the only ones I consider, like, not even a dud, but just forgettable is the Eaters of Light. Like I, I like Empress of yeah. Mars, like out of the two, and then I pick well, Empress I th- of Mars. I think they but... um, I think they had to rework it because it was supposed to be earlier in series ten, and yeah. they filmed all the Missy stuff afterwards. And so I don't know. And plus, I, I don't think the story is that compelling it's or just not, yeah. memorable necessarily. It's nice for the moments with Bill and the Romans and like the LGBT stuff. That oh was, yeah, that was no, quite I nice. mean, oh, I like that. But the idea that all crows are carved because of that one girl that went and sacrificed yeah. herself, I was like, that's cheesy even for Doctor eh. Who. I was like, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Um, but yeah, so it's it's not the most dramatic drop in overnight ratings, like lowest record. But like Britain's Got Talent only pulled in 5 million viewers in the UK. Like that's a much lower cap than like the, the scene yeah. that was there for like Planet of the Dead. But like cause Britain's Got Talent pulled in like 10 million viewers around the same Planet of the Dead did. So I think just less people watching TV generally. But speaking of the episode, we should probably talk about that in particular yeah, because, wow, this is the most disjointed <laughs> episode we've ever recorded. Can you tell we had a week apart it's and we couldn't weird. remember how to record this? It's strange because we actually have stuff to, like, talk. We, have a, we have an episode. This is our first, like, official episode review. I know. And we're just all over the shop. We apologise. But, I mean, what else do you expect from the from the podcast boys with a plan? Yeah, Come the podcast on. with a plan. Once we get to Centenary, it'll just be like what I did of rambling, which we'll, we'll get to because I actually came back to YouTube. Who saw that coming? Nobody did. Um, I did. You oh, told you me. Did. Oh, thanks, bro. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, so, <laughs> what did you think of Legend of the Sea Devils? What would you give it out of ten? Oh, so we're gonna start with the my. Let's rating. start right. with the score. Okay. Let's start with the score and then talk about I... it. That's a that's an excellent question, there, Troy. Let me think. I would give it a solid. Oh, I gave the TV movie a six out of ten. Do you know what? So this is what more, was going through my head. It's better than that. This is what was going it's through my head. I was thinking that. maybe I was too. <laughs> perhaps I was too kind to the TV movie. That's literally that's what, what was going through what my I'm head. Too. I was like, no, I don't know whether I should have given the TV movie a six and give oh. that more of a four or a five, so I could give Legend of the Sea Devils like. I I want to give it a seven. Know. And the reason for I that is... I don't want to give it a seven. I don't want to give it a seven. I'm giving it a seven it because a of the Thasmin stuff. Seven. If the Thasmin stuff wasn't there, it'd be more like a five or a six. But like the Thasmin Absolutely. stuff was the highlight because they handled it really well, I feel like. And that's probably what we'll talk they about did. for most of the episode. And like every Absolutely. time there was even a whiff of it, I was like, oh, oh, Leonardo pointing. I was like, here we go, here we go, here we go. Yeah, literally. Um, My my biggest issue with the episode, I don't know about you. Like uh, you might have your issues that we can talk about. That sounds like it's not even about mm. the episode. That sounded quite like therapeutic yeah, just, almost. No, no. Start oh, giving please you, talk about my issues. Start please. giving you therapy on the podcast. Um, <laughs> my biggest issue with it is the runtime. And it's one thing we said like really, really far- long ago in the podcast, like episode one or two or something, where we kind of said like the runtime, you know, it shouldn't be a big worry that it's 50 minutes because maybe that means there won't be as much filler. You know, they're not going to stretch it out for the sake of it. Yeah. That's an episode that definitely should have had more time. Like there's like there's 100%. no beating around the bush 100%. there. One hundred. Like most of Whisker's episodes are like fifty minutes, and for Flux, they bounce between fifty and sixty, and that was what forty seven minutes. The Sea Devils episode. It it was incredible. Is it shorter than the entirety of Flux? Like I mean, not the entire, not the entirety, but I mean every episode. Yeah, there's no Flux that's episode crazy. that short. That's and, like, so, I find that so weird, and they've they've labeled yeah. it a special. And that's the thing when you think special episode to me, and at least I think longer than the typical episode. But mm. I don't think was it, how 100%. long was Eve the Daleks? Because I don't think Eve the Daleks was like special length. In fairness, um, I'm going to look I, this up I now. I mean, I've, I reckon it was more than fifty minutes. Or... 
of yeah, waste. Yeah, it was. It's just. It's just weird. But this no, episode was. definitely there you like go. needed. Even the Daleks was fifty-eight minutes. Legend of the Sea Devils yeah, was forty-eight. There you go. But that ten minutes could have made all the difference in the Orphan world. Orphan fifty-five is forty-seven minutes. I'm just looking to see if there's any episode shorter beyond that. If there was ever an episode that should have been 55 minutes, it was that one. The Witchfinders is 47 minutes. seconds. And that's it. So, Legend of the Sea Devils, the Easter special, is the third shortest episode of the Jodie Whittaker era. That's... Stop. Crazy. Stop. Is that... Like, that's a... That's a... I, uh, who's their specific insight right I there? genuinely love the Sea Devils in it for all their, their incredible yeah, Hulk jumping awesome. glory. Because that jump Oh was, my gosh. That was... That took me off guard yeah. completely. I don't I know. Like, like they just had the Mario sound effect and in there. And they never like, do it again. Oh my goodness. Never do it again. Like, since when that could the Sea Devils crazy. leave? crazy. I'm sat there going, I've not <sighs> seen them before in like classic era. I've not seen their episodes. So can they do this in the past? I don't know. I'm suspicious. I highly doubt I it. Highly I highly doubt that too. Doubt it. Um, but, and then also they're calling the Doctor very naughty words if the trend yeah. on Twitter is to be le- ble- believed. Again, we, like, we're trying to keep the podcast clean, but if you know what we're oh, talking but, about, oh my there's a moment, the 13th Doctor makes a joke about like sharks don't give you credit card info out, which by the way is one of my favourite 13th Doctor puns. It's such a cringy pun, Great but line. I absolutely loved it. Great line. And the sea devil says, like, shouts quiet and walks off. But people have sounds suggested like that else. what he says sounds like something very, very, very <laughs> different. And once you've heard it, you can't unhear it. So oh, it's um, on the rewatch. It's just so funny. <laughs> every time it's I see, so I've funny. seen that clip pop up on my Twitter now about five times, and every time it just makes me laugh incoherently because I'm like, how did I not notice that when I watched it? I didn't even think. Nah, it's brilliant. It's just it Twitter. Twitter has poisoned me, you know. But I don't know what Chibnall wanted out of this episode. I feel like. There was an original script that was meant for series 13, because this very much feels like a run-of-the-mill Doctor Who, like, Jodie story, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I feel like they've taken that script, they've moved it post-flux, they've introduced Thasmin heavily in Eve of the Daleks, and then they've, like, sprinkled that throughout. But the annoying thing is, is that the Thasmin stuff is the most interesting thing and the most, like, exciting thing to happen in that that episode. Yeah. So... It's just, I feel like, you know, a lot of people were very, very excited for the Sea Devils. Like, unfortunately for our listeners, Troy and I aren't that familiar with the Sea Devils to begin with. So, for us, I enjoyed I enjoyed them for what they were. They were pretty cool. I liked their cool lightning swords yes. and their big eyes. I love the sword um, fights. People say they, they, they didn't like the, the fights. They thought they were, like, too I the like, sword fights were cheesy. Sick. I loved them. And, like, 13 no, doing would, a front I mean, flip and sliding down the side of the ship. That's the stuff I live for, the goofy stuff from 13. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's Doctor Who. Like, it, it's beautiful. And if you're going to do a pirate adventure and they didn't have a sword fight, come on. Mm. Come on. You'd be complaining you about would. that, too. Yeah. Um, and it's, I enjoyed the episode more than Curse the Black Spot. I agree. I agree. I'm glad we can agree. We can probably, we can probably end this podcast there. Yeah, we like, can end the podcast there. Just, that's great. That's the best take. This is moments, and it was especially being on Mr. Tardis' stream, he points a couple of things out. Like, I'm big on continuity things, and like he spotted a couple of things that I didn't notice, but one of them was that it doesn't really make sense that Dan is suddenly just with... What was his name? I've got the cast list up here, and I hope it's the right name. I think it's Ying Ki. Yun? Is, is the oh, guy yeah. who that, he, that he's with. Mm. It might be... Oh, there's Ying Wai as well. I don't know who was who. Bar Ji Hun and Madam Ching. I don't remember all the names. So it was one of those two. 
I, I apologize mm. if I got it the wrong person. One of those two guys, I don't know his name. Um, but Dan is with him and he goes like, oh, let's swim to the boat and get on there. We don't like properly see him split up from 13 and Yaz. It does seem like that was a bit disjointed. No, it just kind of happened. There wasn't much connective tissue there. Which is why there. you need some, you need some, you need like longer run yeah, time and to the, fill in the these thing gaps. I did notice, and I didn't even mention this on the stream, was it was very strange how like 13 and Yaz swung off the ship to get back onto Madame Ching's ship. And then about five minutes later when we've got to get back on that ship, but it was already kind of like, half flying away and how did they get back up there again yeah I, like that didn't make know. sense i don't know how they got back up there but i kind of like there are I, a lot of i noticed that watching it just brushed it off things. yeah i just brushed it off yeah and went, eh, whatever well i kind of i kind of knew we were in for that like from the get-go when they rock up to the town and the sea devil's like terrorizing everyone and then out of nowhere yaz and dan just have this net out of nowhere and they go well we got him i just wonder where that net came from yeah i have no idea was it just there like, did was the sea devil just happen to be in that spot? And the doctor's like, oh, I can read this situation. Well, Yaz and Dan just happened to already be standing there. I can make this, make yeah. it look like I can get all the credit we for dress, this. Just stand up as a pirate. Let's get some netting sat out. Let's let's pretend like we're playing yep. Sea of Thieves or something. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Which this yeah, episode has made me want to play Sea of Thieves. I've never played Sea of Thieves. What? But you, like, what? I, I thought. Oh, okay. No, I just started playing it this morning were. before we like before, uh, before we started recording. I'm like, you know good. what? I'm going to play very Sea of good. Thieves. So the the impact that Doctor Who has. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, there you go. So yeah, it's weird because there's so much. Like, I really expected us to have a whole hour talking about the episode, but like, there's not a ton to say because there wasn't a ton to the episode. It did feel very run of the mill. Like we mm. didn't get a ton of time to see Devils. One criticism I've seen a lot of people saying is that. For a historical episode, we didn't get to find out much about Madame Ching. And yeah, I, I, I kind of have this thing in my head where I'm thinking, well, first off, like if you tried to compare it to Rosa, it would be unfair because they're similar length. Rosa's only a few episodes, minutes longer of an episode. But the episode is all yeah. about Rosa. So you'd expect to find tons 100%. of stuff out about her. Whereas this episode wasn't about Madame Ching. She was more of a supporting no, character. It was not. more meant to be the sea devils are back. And that was meant to be the focus. So I kind of don't mind not and that's knowing what it was, about that was what it was pitched as it's not it's not like it exactly. was like pitched as a madam ching i would be very disappointed if if that if it was like marketed as a madam ching story i'd be like well we we, we didn't know that, much yeah, we didn't that learn would much. be annoying that would be but also i don't know if the whole finding treasure to rescue a crew thing is at all based on reality it would be an interesting thing if they did manage to incorporate that and it was like almost like yeah. a, a tale like a tall tale passed around about her or a myth like you know stories say that she she looked for treasure to rescue her crew at one point because her, her crew and her family were kidnapped like if that's not made up yeah. that's that's some interesting stuff about madame ching that's quite interesting to know that about a pirate but i don't know if that's true if or not. not if if not it could have been like oh chibnall just wanted to do a yeah if not it's still an interesting story, story looked, up, looked up pirate famous pirates and was like oh yeah yeah she'll do. do she'll do um, that's great I don't know. You know, it's 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 odd. So I, I kind of get but, the criticism, but I, but I also I, hang don't on. care. I I did think the guest cast were pretty good, though. I thought they were great. Crystal like, Yu as Madame I, Ching. I, like I said, this was it yeah. last episode? No, it was episode seven for everyone else because of the way we recorded it all mm. janky. I know her from being in Casualty, a UK TV series, and I loved her in that. So just getting it to, to see her in Doc Two was just as cool as I thought it would be. But yeah, the cast generally were really good. The guy who played Ji Hun, what was his name? Arthur Lee who, by the way, has put a new headshot up I can see on IMDb and he's got the wildest hair in existence and I love it. Have you, have you seen this headshot of him? I'm going to send it to you and I'll put it... No, I'll, I'll please, put it, I'll put please it in the send podcast it my way. So that everyone can see because it's... it. You know you know when people make the joke of this image goes hard? Like this this image yeah. does indeed go hard. It's a very, hard. very oh, cool please. image. I'm going to have to like take a screenshot and snipping tool to send it to you because for some reason I can't right click and save. What is this, an NFT? 
Um, <laughs> it might be. It might be. Let's <laughs> that hope would not. go hard. Let's ho- let's no, it wouldn't go hard. Going. NFTs can go in the bin, and that's about it. There you go. Look oh, at that. Wow. Look at that. Oh hair. my Look goodness! That, that is a that's a proper swoosh. What a king! I love wow. that hair. I want that hair. I'm gonna do that myself. He was great. He was great in the episode. Yeah, he was brilliant. I loved the you know where's the crew? Yeah, I really enjoyed that's it. Us. We don't stand a chance. I, I love that. that yeah. Was, that no, was really was, cool. It was, it was quite nice. Yeah, no, I thought, like, and it didn't feel as convoluted as, you know, say your Orphan 55s or whatever. Like, there was quite a large guest cast, but I feel like everyone, like, kind of had their role to play and there weren't necessarily any people on the sideline. You could argue that Dan was on the sideline, but I kind of enjoyed the relationship he had with that with that one character. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just like when Dan's on the screen. I don't know. You know, he's, I do love he's, when, he's, he's, he's just great. there to get your soup and that's it, you know? Oh. And the moment, actually, the moment between Dan and Dai, because there's obviously, there's one thing in the episode we haven't talked much about that's coming, that's coming, we're obviously going to go Thasman in a minute, but that was the most unexpected thing of that episode was the Dan and Dai moment, because, like, I loved it. I liked the Vanquishers, and I know I'm in a small group, because I know you did not like it, and one thing we Mm want to do, like, I've mentioned this to Crispy ages ago, but we're probably going to start doing it soon, one thing we want to do for episodes is, like, one episode review, like, a particular series. It's like, looking back on series one, looking back on series two. So, eventually, we'll probably do one for Flux. And we can talk about mm. the Vanquishers when we get to that point. But I liked the finale. I really did. But the one thing I wasn't super keen on was that it just kind of felt like a bit of a lead balloon moment with Dan saying to die, are we going to get that drink? And she was like, do you mind if we don't? And like, I get it yeah, from like, like, a, beat, a story uh. beat perspective. And I'm like, okay, I get it that, you know, she probably would feel a bit dodgy. He did, he was, he did stand her up, but it also wasn't his fault. And like, he also indirectly helped save her from the trouble yeah. she got wrapped up in. So it's kind of like, it's it's an, an eh, but I, I just didn't like it. It felt like a bit of a down moment at the end of a what I thought was a good finale. So mm. to like, I, I just didn't expect them to ever touch on that again because there were only three episodes left. I thought, well, that's it for Dai, I guess. But them actually going back and like revisiting that and giving Dan probably a good happy ending for the centenary and referencing it now that he might yeah. end up with her. That was lovely. It was so unexpected. That's nice. And I loved it. It, it was it was a really nice. Like my jaw genuinely dropped. I was like, oh. This is quite nice. It was funny though, because for a fellow fellow Scouser, even though I'm not quite like Scouser in my accent, I didn't hear what he said properly at the start of the phone call. I thought he said, you're right, dad. I thought he was like trying to tell his, right, his mum and dad about yeah. him traveling. <laughs> and I didn't realize. And then he got the call and it was, I was like, oh, he said die. Oh, die. oh it's die. What? Like it was kind of like a, a realizing on the go moment, which I thought was quite, was yeah. quite funny. Um, but that no, was, it was lovely. It was very heartfelt. Hmm. I did really like the look of the Sea Devils, though. I'll say that. Like, the prosthetics were really cool. 100%. A little strange, obviously, that they weren't talking with their actual mouths, but it made sense from a, a like, a kind of a, a filming perspective and making sure that they, you know, it didn't ruin the outfit of just having these big mouths move. But they kind of did have, like, the movement that was a bit goofy when they were talking, which was a bit yeah. strange. Did but... you see, like, the the warp they had on the, the throat yeah. of the Sea Devils at some point? It was like, vroom, vroom, vroom. Was, vroom I like loved, the, I loved the way it was done. <laughs> I, I honestly liked it. Was it was cool, though. Yeah, it's goofy. It was cool. Once you get past how goofy it is, I really did like it. I thought it was cool. Doctor Who is so, goofy. Yeah, it I always mean, the will Sea be. Devil literally leapt up like the Incredible Hulk with a Mario <laughs> jump noise. So that's the, mo- that, that's the thing you pick out for goofiness for a Sea Devil if you want to go there. Mm. But... I really liked it. I really, really, really liked it. And I, I thought that they did a, a good job with the episode. It was very run-of-the-mill. Like, there wasn't anything to stand out in the plot or, like, anything that no. from. But I still really had a good time with it. At the end of the day, that's what matters. You know what I mean? It was, it was a good But what was the best time. part of it, Troy? The best what part of it. What was the best part of the, the best episode? The best part of it was, uh, was all of the Thasmin moments. Because, mm-hmm. wow, we, we, we were... What, what is it the Twitter stands say? We were fed. We were well fed. Is that what oh, they say? We were, we were, we were well, well fed. fed. Mm-hmm. We were well fed. So 
obviously, as, as you all should know by now, in Eve of the Daleks, we finally got the confirmation that there was some kind of romantic tension between Yaz and Thirteen. There was a joke about it in Series 11 that everyone kind of went, ha-ha, yeah, they're not going to do that, are they, surely? <laughs> and then in Series 12, everyone was kind of like, oh, you know, it's just kind of... I don't think there was much of a hint in Series 12. Maybe there was a, like, a couple of bits. There was, but... a, there was a big one. There was a haunting of Villa Diodati. Yeah, that one name. was... Yeah, there was that. There was that. She's like, my person looks a little bit different. I did think like, that for oh, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But it, for me, it was also Revolution of Daleks, which was like, I'm not ready to let you go just yet. And all the stuff she said to Captain Jack about you yeah. feeling cruel and how much she'd become True. attached. Because um, mm. obviously, so we know Captain Jack kind of had feelings for the Doctor, so like it felt like there was very much a, a conversation about yeah. that without it being a conversation about that. But obviously, mm. in Flux, the biggest parallel. one was the hologram. Like you, we knew, we knew from that hologram scene. Like how many times has she played that? The way she looked about it, the way Dan kind of eyed her up and was like, mm, "What's going on there?" I was like, "Oh." So getting more that confirmation in Eve was brilliant, and getting to have that scene, and just love that so Dan well is done. just like the big. The big get like LGBT stan. I love that. He's just a supporter. He's yeah, just, he's just he's the very, big supporter. Like every grin he gives them and everything is just so cute. I love it. But obviously, yeah, a lot no, of us it's, were wondering. It's very well done. A lot of us were wondering only this episode how they were going to carry that on. Would there be only a bit mm. of it in Sea Devils? Would most of it be in the Centenary? Like how would they work it? Loads of it in Sea Devils. Like a good three mm. or four different moments in the episode where they're talking about it. And like just in the very beginning, they're not a bad date, am I? As soon as she said that, yeah. I was like, Wow, oh, we're in for okay, something now. we're in for a ride we're in here. For something. Good grief! But it was it was it was handled so it well. Was like so that, that's what I well like because like it wasn't so like in your face like oh this is like a Thasmin episode. Yeah, but it wasn't so like underlying that people would miss it. Yeah. like it was definitely it's there enough, and enough to annoy all the haters. But who cares? Yeah, it will be. <laughs> who cares? Honestly. But who cares? Doctor Woke. Them all on oh, it's Doctor Woke. Shut, Shut up. up. Get Shut out. Up. Get out of this room. Get out. Leave. Um, leave. Leave. I think it was handled really, really nicely and really, really delicately. Um, and it was kind of beautiful to see on screen. Like, you know, I don't, I haven't gotten, without sounding too cheesy, but like butterflies like that surrounding yep. Doctor Who in quite some time. Yeah, it was like, so lovely. I was, it was, I was so like, lovely. I, I didn't expect to be this invested in Yaz because I remember making a video on her back in like 2018 being like, this is like such an undercooked companion. Like what is going on here? But now, you know, it's taken three seasons, but I'm genuinely invested and which is so annoying because it's going to hurt so much the next episode, but that's okay. I think Can You Mm. Hear Me was the big one for getting like the kind of the the suicide background for her. That was like a dark thing, but like that was was a really cool... um, we got to like know character like, beat for her to find out her. stuff about her, and I loved that whole fifty p thing. Mm. That was so lovely. That was like a, a proper yeah. highlight of that episode. But yeah, just the way it was done. And thirteen mentioning River. I've always said the one oh. thing I wanted to see from this era was was River finding out that her husband was her wife, and I will always be sad that we presuming never got to see that. I know people are going, oh, what if River mm. comes up in the last episode? Highly doubt it. Like, they've doubt got enough it. in that episode to cram in that River's not going to show. so much. <laughs> but don't worry. What the TV show that lacks in Big Finish will no doubt make up for. If you're trying to tell me that Jodie Whittaker will not jump on Big Finish as soon as she can, you're dreaming. She's no, she's no doubt dreaming. going to. And Alex Kingston Absolutely loves dreaming. that stuff. So there'll be, a, a, what is it, Space have Wives? You, um, there'll be a Space Wives. Oh, yeah, the Space set. Wives people. Yeah, have you yeah. um heard Redacted yet? No, I haven't actually. I listened to it just before. Oh, did you? How how was it? It's it's pretty damn good. Right, I'm gonna give it a listen. I was to talk about it. You yeah. you'll be surprised at some of the stuff that they reference. That's all I'll say. Okay, That's how long is the episode? It's twenty minutes, mate. Okay, cool. Dead easy to listen to. Sweet. Well, we'll get that for the next you know, next week. Um, it's but- about two two and a bit. Legend of the Sea Devils. Okay, well, you know, Legend of the Sea Devils. We still got to finish off the final scene on the beach because mm. that. Oh. 
this Please. this era, the way that like when when Jodie Whittaker was, was like series first started, I liked her Doctor from the beginning. I didn't like obviously love her, but I I re- I did like her Doctor, and I I like I just kind of went into it, it was like these episodes are good. They're not quite as much my vibe. It's so crazy how much that's changed and how like addicted to this era I've become. A complete 180, mate. And how not even mm. a 180 because like I said, I like I liked it to begin with. It just wasn't as hooked. Which okay, is like how about much a, more so I've about become. a sixty. I don't know how, a ninety what, degree. What, what, what degree? We're kind of old, how, like, you know, yeah, ask a the solid right here. angle. Yeah, solid right angle. You know what I mean? Um, but just like her saying, "I wish this moment would last forever," and I was just like, "Don't do this. Oh, don't don't, don't do, this. do this to do me now, please." This. Especially rolling into the Centenary trailer right after that was that was cruel. That was really cruel. Um, yeah. But I I read it. It was really funny. That last scene. I the, one of my favorite lines in the whole era. Was Yaz saying about? Oh no, I've got to, I've got to get the quote. I've got to get the exact quote, and I will cut it in the podcast if I need to. I need to see the exact quote she had because it was a line okay. that I thought was absolutely beautiful. I'm going to keep talking as filler to see if I can get the quote up quickly before we like talk about it. I don't think it's going to load. Was this that. in the beach scene? It was, was in, the in the beach scene. scene. It was in the beach scene. Oh, okay. Where Where is the quote? I'm pretty. Oh no, quote? I know what the quote was. She was like Rose Tyler, I, and then she faded away. Stop. <laughs> What is it with Doctor so Who and Yaz Beach said scenes? That Anand said that courage is knowing something will hurt and doing it anyway. That is like... Wow. I love that. I love that quote. She then obviously said it's also the definition of stupidity, which is probably true. But yeah. like that <laughs> quote is just so good. I love that quote to bits. That was really well done. Like So much that I just Damn knocked it, the arm of my chair as I was going along. So I probably heard that in the audio. That's funny. Um, That's but fine. that was a beautiful line. And I, but when I was watching that scene, I read it one way and then Twitter read it a different way. And now I don't know which way to read it. Because obviously the argument that 13's making is that, you know, I, I, she does love Yaz, but she doesn't want to be with her because she knows that nothing is forever. She's already had the warning about her death. She's just scared that it'll yeah. all go wrong again, which is fair. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, historically, relationships in Doctor have never really worked out very well. You know, you had like no. David Tennant Rose and Billy Piper, Tennant Rose, where it, it, it was confessed too little too late. And then we had Shambles, Martha, Martha Jones Shambles. where she was like, I don't go for aliens. And then the next episode is like squeezing up to him in bed and that never goes anywhere because tends to like, my no. rose, my rose, my miss, I miss me rose. And then I know there's like references about, you know, was there a romantic thing maybe between Matt's, between Eleven and Clara for a little bit and like a little bit of a boy toy kind of thing. And then obviously there's some people that reckon that 12 and Clara had like a romantic relationship. Absolutely which, not. What? I've never heard you that. you never heard that. There's like a whole group of people no, on Twitter they, who like reference it like... and say like, it's like a, like a, a more chill, not like a young kind of romance, but like kind of like there was like a bit of a romantic thing between them. They did love each other, but in like a, a more I married just couple like a respect, kind of way. Like, I thought it was just like, uh, not necessarily yeah. like uh, Apprentice, because that was more Bill, I guess. But Clara was basically trying to be the Doctor's equal in the end, I guess. So I never really I think saw anything romantic some people think that there. what she said in, in The Cloister Bell was that uh, the Cloister was that she loved her. Loved him, and that we never heard it. Or oh, something. I completely forgot about. She that. does say something to Tom, but we never found out what it was. But whatever, whatever the point mm. being is that, like you know, romantic like relationships are never really they don't have the chance to flourish in Doctor Who. It's not. It's never been like no. something that's happened in the show. So it's 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 not it's it's not exactly non characteristic for it to be going this way. But when they had that discussion, and then Yaz said, you know, courage is knowing something will hurt, but doing it anyway. I I thought for a second it had persuaded thirteen, and then she was just kind of like, let's just like live in the moment then and make them and like make the most of it. But I realise now like that dating. actually she's trying to say that we just enjoy things as they are. Yeah. And I, like, yeah. I don't know which way. Is it that she's saying enjoy things as she are? She probably is, right? But I was kind of hoping Yaz I... persuaded her with one line because that would have been amazing. No. <laughs> no, the, the, way, the way I saw it was the Doctor being like, yeah, of course, you know, 
I've got I've got feelings for you, but I've been through so damn much and, you know, I know my time's running out. I can't I can't do this. Let's just, you know, be happy sitting here on this beach right now. Yeah. Which is beautiful, which is stunning. And that's exactly how I want them to handle Thasmin, and then they're going to break my heart next episode. I but want that's them fine. To As kiss of now, on the beach. so happy. I thought they were, I but I think they, they were going like it's, to. they're going to save it. They're going to save it for the next episode. <sighs> if they, they have and it's to gonna kiss, hurt. like that's how invested I am right now. If they don't kiss, I'm going to hate the centenary. That's like big on my list now for things really? I want to happen. I'm not going to hate the episode, obviously, but I'm, I will be upset if they don't. They, you've, they've built it up that I think, much. I think that yeah, they have to. And it's a big but thing. Like you do, also don't want the yeah. show to be accused of queer baiting. Because that's... No. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No. And I'm and not going to spoil the episode, the show this time, because I did do it in Mr. Tardis' live stream, but a show ended very recently where there was hinting at that, and then it was it was very much a queer bait thing because there was a kiss, and then one of the people died immediately afterwards. Now, as we know, that's what's going to happen with Doctor Who, but that's a different scenario because yeah. we know that's how <laughs> it's, it's going to yeah, go it's down. Kind of different. That show mm. had an ending completely different to the source material that it came from, because in the source material, they were a, there oh, was a wow. gay couple that lived happily ever after. Not how it went down in the show. Interesting. So that's completely different. But we're like, so you've obviously got to try and avoid that because queer baiting is such a, a a big kind of like trope at this point in in TV, and it shouldn't be. Yeah, like obviously no, sometimes it works not. for a story beat, and it's kind of like you know it's too little, too late, in like a ten and rose kind of way. Obviously that's not queer, but you get the point. But like for every yeah. single one, that's why it's a trope because it's so common, and I don't want Doctor Who to be a victim of that. I want them to do it well. But how they've done it in Legend of the Sea Devils tells me that in the Centenary they will do it well. That they're handling it delicately. I think, I think so. They're putting the time into it that it deserves. And that we'll get that in the centenary. And that's what's needed. But th- there is a massive rumor going around right now that the kiss they do share will be, I think we talked about this, might be more along the lines of like nine in rows. Don't do that. Don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. And I, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that necessarily. I will cry you know? so much. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. I don't know. I don't want to acknowledge that possibility. That. I don't even like, not at all. Absolutely not. I don't know. But speaking of the but centenary... I do think it will be towards the end of the episode. Should we, should we, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about centenary. Because we've been recording now centenary. 15 minutes. I think we've cut out a bunch of stuff oh, yeah. we kind of were bouncing all over the place getting used to recording again. So we're probably only about 40 minutes in. This episode's going to be longer than an hour. I can just see that coming right from the beginning. So I just think it's going to be a laugh. Ha ha ha. I'm so proud of you. So Thank proud you. of me. Thank you so much. Um, but let's talk about that because that 30 seconds just... Hit after hit after hit after hit mm. after hit. Mm. Like I was saying to Crispy, mm. like I haven't made a video on my like non-gaming channel, the Cosmic Vortex, for three months now. And I was like, what better way to get back into that? Because I've done the same thing. I've done a, a, a I'm returning video for Red Archer Live as well. I'm back on both the channels. I'm gonna try and do weekly content He's for back, both. Baby. Probably gonna be weekly for just Red Archer Live and just stuff for Cosmic whenever I get chance. But I'll try and do it for both. Who knows? Um, but I thought, what better way to come back on the on the the Cosmic channel than by talking about that Centenary trailer? And it's got like 200 views against 300 subs, which is really cool. I'm quite happy about that. So, you know, anyone on the podcast wants to give it a listen, I'm just going to shout it out here. Chris, we can do nothing about it. Please go watch it. Thank you. But I've already commented on it. You have. You're the only comment. It got lots of views, but no comments. And I was sad. So when you commented, I was like, yay, that's good. Um, Yay. The fact that I managed to get a 10 minute video out of the 30 second trailer and easily could have got much more out of it says how much there was in that trailer because mm. i was not dragging it out mm. at all i was like just trying to ram like through every single thing and go through all the screenshots and clips and stuff and it like 10 minutes was a rush there was so yeah. much in there where do you want to start what do you want to pick out from that trailer uh sasha duan 
The, the, the legend, the man, Such the myth, the icon. The man, the myth, I, I, the icon. I found indeed. my signed print item. I put it away when I was redecorating my room. And I need somewhere to put it, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it on my wall somewhere. But I, I found my signed print, which makes me very happy. Sadly, oh, didn't meet him. Yeah, I, I baby. paid for it on a on an online store that was doing a signing at the time. But I will meet him. I will meet him. It will happen. Um, I, I did, by the way. I did realize that Bernard Cribbins is going to another Comic Con in London in July. And I'm genuinely considering going just for him, but they literally don't think I have the money for it. So stay tuned. I will try and save up and actually make it happen. I will genuinely have to save up for it. That's oh. the point we're at. But will I go just well, for that, Bernard? That's an arc. Who knows? That's an arc for the, the podcast. Yeah, he's going that's there. He's going there at the London Film and Comic Con. And also a British actor called Philip Glenister. If you've ever seen Life on Mars or Ashes to Ashes, he was in that. He's a brilliant guy right. and I would love to meet him. So there's, there's two people there. So maybe. I don't think it'll happen, but I will try. Um... But I love Sacha Dewan. We know this. He's my favorite master out of the whole like mm. era. Not by like a landslide or something. I love John Sim and Michelle Gomez, but Sasha just takes the cake for me ever so slightly. So obviously we knew he was going to be in it. Flux hinted at it, but seeing him in the trailer was very, very cool. His outfit was kind yeah. of different. Like, I don't know, like, you know, that fit well, was a bit strange. We had like the here's kind of the, the thing. Yeah. We saw two very different yeah. uh, Sasha Dewan looks. We had the clean shaven. In which he is, seems to be spending a lot of time with Yaz, which makes me very concerned. Very, very, very. Makes concerned. me very, very concerned. And then we have and Tom then Hanks' there was a castaway the master. Last, yeah, yeah. The last shot of the trailer, I'm pretty sure. Where, yeah, he looks. Well, like, not the there's last hair shot. everywhere. He's disheveled. Don't get confused. Isn't the last, the last I thought shot? It was the last shot. Oh no, my bad. You know no. the last shot. We're the getting last, there. We'll get there. The last there. shot is your profile picture right it now, and it's been replaying for me this entire thing. I've just been looking at it, yep. reminded of what's the yep. horrors to come. Yep, the horrors to come. Um, yeah. But yeah, so Sash Dwan coming back is obviously the big thing that we knew was coming. But speaking of people Massive. coming back, what on earth oh. is going on? Lone Cyberman? Hello? Hello? <laughs> I know Tegan and Ace is the big thing, and we'll get there in a minute. But for me, as someone who's not seen very much Classic Who, seeing the Lone Cyberman, one of the best things to come out of this era, not be dead I from the tissue compressor agree. that we thought had killed the Lone Cyberman. How does that work? We have no idea. I don't know that how they're going to explain I it in the slightest. I leapt out of my seat. I, lo- I was like, yes, Shad, I, I couldn't was like, believe what it. is he doing here? I was like, what is he doing here? Well, that's cool. It's that's so cool. good. I mean, if, Ch- if Chibnall's going out, then go out with a bang, mate. You're doing, you're doing what you're doing, yeah, mate. Yeah, Dalek, Cybermen, and the Master, which I think someone has said was the first time that had happened in Doctor Who. But then I, I saw someone else like said all, that had all three happened of them somewhere together? else, but I don't know. But like having all three I in the same episode you, is going to be cool. I think that the, the Daleks will very much be like time of the Doctor level where they're kind of in it a bit and then out of the way. Yeah. I think it's mainly going to be Cybermen and Master, because the thing I've realised is, remember, the Master still has the Siberium in him, as far as we know. He does. So all he the Cybermen does. could still answer to the Master. They could still be a team-up thing. It could be just another Cybermen Master story. And, you know, I don't completely hate that. I don't hate that, you know? There's a do lot going think, on in that episode. Do you think, like, if, if you got, like, a tin or, like, a can of Siberium, do you reckon it says on the side that it will cause, like, rapid uh, facial hair growth? And long hair growth. What do, you, what do you reckon? Do you reckon that's what's happened there? Maybe. Is, is just a, a side effect of the Siberium? <laughs> could be. Who is, knows? Is severe. <laughs> it, it, it caused him to do some weird funky dancing and some screaming. So maybe hair, hair growth yeah. is another thing, you know? <laughs> you know, maybe it is. Maybe it is. We don't, we don't know. Side we effects do know. may include. <laughs> yeah. Side effects may include. <laughs> Dying when the 13th Doctor dies. Correct. Yeah. Correct. That's what makes me sad is knowing that the Sash Duan's master is probably not going to hap- uh, happen again after Jodie leaves. Like in you terms never of, know. In terms of returning masters, we had John Sim come back, obviously, but that's is that mm. the only exception? Like, has a master ever returned past their own era? Well, how cool would it be to have a multi-master story now with Sasha Dewan involved? 
Is he in the Masterful box set on Big Finish? I don't know. I've got no idea. This is coming from someone who hasn't listened to any Big Finish stories, but I do follow a lot of the stuff they do. There was a, a Big Finish box set called Masterful that literally had like every different master it could possibly have had in it and a bunch of Big Finish did ones it come as well. Out, did it come out before him though? Uh, it came out in January 2021. So a year after oh. Sasha Dewan was announced as a master. However, Sasha Dewan is not in it. Oh, of course not, because they can't touch. They can't they touch can't Jody's any- era. Yeah, they can't over. do anything yet. Yeah, oh, no. Such a shame. I was about to say, I don't think they can do anything. Yeah, oh, there's there's loads hey, of people like Alex McQueen, Mark Gattis, loads of people playing the master that aren't even in the master in TV. Like it's a it's a whole That's big thing. Cool. Big Finish love to do. That's pretty cool. So, I, like they could do that for Big Finish, but yeah, I just I would like to see Sasha Dewan come back again. He's like so good. Um, but who knows? Maybe they'll write him out. Maybe they will kill him off in the in the centenary. We don't know. I mean, we've had this theory that, well, know. I've had this theory that I think you agreed with where that, you know, the Michelle Gomez, the Missy is the final master and that Sasha yeah. Dewan comes after John Sim and it would make sense with how many he is. Like, it's just John Sim up to 11. So there's always, I feel like there's just an undisclosed number of masters between Sasha and Michelle Gomez. So I don't believe we'll see, like, Sasha's master die, die the way Missy did. But we might, no. we might see him, like, be mortally wounded and then just see him kind of trudge off into the corner and generate without knowing, you know? We don't we don't know for sure. Wouldn't it be insane if we saw a Michelle Gomez regeneration? Like, they haven't addressed, like, where he is in yeah. the timeline at all. And that, and that, that, and that just happens it, it, and Michelle Gomez is in the episode. Wouldn't that be the coolest thing, though? So, let's talk Who about knows? Tegan and Ace. Like, yes, that is... Yes, let's. The some big, people the knew big that. Headline. Was that leaked, apparently, about Ace, but not uh, Tegan? There, there, yeah, there was massive, massive rumours that Ace was going to be uh, in the special. And Mr. Tardis actually was kind of on the forefront of that because he had an interview from ages ago. Yeah. And in, and in that, she was talking about the filming schedules of the classic era and the filming schedule of the new era. And a lot of people were like, how the heck does she know does about she the filming know that? schedules? Yeah. Of the new era. And then, I don't know, a lot of people put two and two together. And then, so, I I was very happy. To, I've, I mean, I haven't seen, like, admittedly, Troy and I, we haven't seen a lot of classic Who. We've got a lot of homework to do. I'm we pretty have. sure Mr. Tardis gave you homework. I'm going to copy your notes. Because um, I, need, I, need I need to get on that grind as well. Um, but, yeah, so, I, I had this slightest suspicion that Ace was coming back. But Tegan threw me for six. Yeah. I was like, whoa. I didn't recognize Tegan, I'll there? be honest. My classic companion knowledge is not great. But like, I didn't, I, you can see my reaction. I'm, I'm like, huh? Yeah. But <laughs> immediately went on Twitter. I'm like, oh, my God, it's Tegan. As soon as I saw Ace, though, I was like, Ace? And my mum looked at me. She was like, what? Yeah. I, was like, I was like, that's a classic companion. She went, what? I was like, yeah. You know? like I should, I should know Tegan because... She's Aussie. <laughs> well, yeah, good point. You should. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish I'd met Sophie because she was at London Comic Con Spring. I, I didn't I didn't meet her. And I should have done now, and it annoys me. Oh. The, look, the diamond right. pass I'm was sh- expensive. I'm sure she'll do okay? stuff. The diamond pass, I have the pop next to me because I got it out on Mr. Tardis' stream. This diamond pass was expensive. Okay, I couldn't afford anything mm-hmm. else. <laughs> I couldn't. But if I, she ever goes to the Comic Con, I will, I will, I will meet her. I need to like that's one I've wanted to watch a lot is watch the Ace episodes or just like Sylvester McCoy because I know people love those. Like they're very yeah, well received. They're and so the, good. The Ace is mm. kind of like was part of the base plate for Rose Tyler when Russell T Davies was bringing back Doctor Who. Yeah. So like that's always been a thing I've wanted to see. Like okay, let's see Ace and see how, where that came from. Um, well, perhaps that's a future podcast episode. It might well friend. be. It might well be. You know, mm. I think Survival, like the last the last serial, is one that's kind of like in a counselor stage at one point, yeah. it, which is very Rose Tyler. So, mm. like, that would be cool to watch and kind of react to. 
and or talk about, I should say. Which speaking of which, we still Very got our reaction so. for the Doctor TV movie. Did I send you my? I don't know whether I sent you my end of it, but were you going to make a video out of that? I'll see, I'll see what I can do. Yeah, I want to do, do it, like I want to do a series where I have like I watch this Doctor for the first time in twenty twenty whatever year this is. There too. you go, and I can be a special um, guest <laughs> and give me lots of subscribers and, and be, viewers from. Yeah, it. lots cool? of subs and viewers. Get mate. me all them subs um, and viewers, mate. Get me all of them. All of them. All of but them. the the one thing I love about um, Sophie Aldred, the lady that plays Ace, is she is still so vocal in the community. Yeah, like, she really so, is. Like, my Twitter blew up with her replies to all of the tweets and everyone was so happy. And I don't know, mate, like she's done interviews with Hootubers and stuff before. We could, we could try something. We could try and pull some strings. So if you, if you happen to be listening to this right now... Um, Troy and I would love to just have a chat with you. Yes, you know would. now now that the cat's out of the bag, why not give give us the? I think the I should scoop, watch some of our episodes first. But yes, we would very much like to. Oh yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. We'll we'll do our homework. I'll binge. I think my BritBox subscription ends like tomorrow, so I'm gonna have to get to work. Oh, I'll just renew it. I was just gonna cancel it to save money, but I, I might I might just renew it for the sake of her. Yeah, please, so, please renew it. Yeah, Sophie, if you could just send me six pounds to pay for it, so I can watch your episodes, that'd be great. Yes, thank you, Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly, um, but yeah. So I'm, I'm really glad to see her. That, that like, it's good, just good to have some classic companions. But Kate Stewart, we've got Kate Stewart. Oh. We're glad that she's coming back. Where's me Osgood? Where's Osgood? Exactly. That's one thing I think. We'll, Where I think is we'll see me Osgood. Osgood? I think we'll get a bit of Osgood. You, I don't do you think, actually think we'll see Osgood? I don't think we'll get much, but I think we'll see Osgood with a bit more Capaldi-inspired outfit. You know. She kind of changed oh, yeah, her outfit a little bit. I want to, yeah, I want to yeah, see her. That would be like, cool. No bow tie that now, just a white so shirt sick. done up, no tie. Yeah. Just some kind of Capaldi oh. nod would be really cool. Yeah, so I want to see how's good come back. I think that'll be good. The spacesuit returning, the best, oh, the best well, character, the best character is returning to the show. The orange spacesuit is back. The most consistent character, apart from Planky. If you guys know who Planky is, shout out to oh, you. Of course, but, I shout out my videos. He's yeah. gonna shout out his. <laughs> yeah, I've got. I have to. That got me though. Please. I was like, I never noticed that, and I hate you for pointing oh, it out. It's it's annoyed. Me. Not annoyed me. It's just I've always been like, oh, there it is again. Watch Crispy um, Pro's most recent video. Actually, won't be his most recent video by the time this goes up. It'll be like his no, second most recent not. video. Um, probably. But yeah, the, the, his next video is him uploading the full version of Troy. I'm so sorry, isn't it? You know. Yeah, the, exactly. on loop, ten hour loop. Exactly, exactly. Um, uh, Lo-fi Troy, I'm so sorry. Beats to study lo- and relax too. <laughs> um, but no, you, you did a video, didn't you, talking about the, this one prop yeah, that gets Doctor used Who's in like biggest Easter egg. Yeah, in like ten different mm. episodes, and it's just like yep. It's, it's the just Kill there. the Moon one that got me. It was so obnoxious because like, yeah. it's been in all these episodes, and all of a sudden, bang! It seals the, and a hole in the air, and I was like, Christian wow, Dunk. okay. So, yeah, yeah. That, that was a, a very a cool video. Role. I liked that video, Crispy Pro. It was a very entertaining oh, video. I, like, I liked and subscribed. Glad you enjoyed that one. It was very cool. Thank you. Really appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. But yes, I'm, I'm going subscri- to like and subscribe to the centenary because of that damn orange spacesuit. <laughs> oh, honestly. that that There's a pic of, of Jody in the outfit. And, like, again, mm. like just for the, for the meme, pics that go hard. That is, like, the hardest pic yeah. of her era. <laughs> I love so cool. that image of her just it looking behind her in the spacesuit. And John Bishop. Dan, wearing the space yeah, suit. Yeah, what's up with that? Cracked helmet with a bullet hole in it. And also I him holding the, the Sonic, which I didn't notice what's until Mr. Tardis pointed that out. Like, why has he got Jody's Sonic? What's happening there? What's what's the deal? What's the dealio? What's going I on? Know, I know what's happened. What's I happened? know exactly what's happened. Uh, Jody, been bloody... She's wearing the suit. She gets shot in the head by Yaz, who's holding a gun on that trailer, yeah? All right, so she's been shot in the head. That's where the bullet hole comes from, all right? This is already and far then, too dark for my liking. Because of that... She's like, oh my gosh. She takes it off. Dan's like, oh, that's a sick outfit. Chucks it on. 
And then she's like, I need to go and bloody have a shower. And then she starts regenerating. So, in that little- I need to go and have a shower. 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 Yeah. Well, if I get shot in the head, I don't want it all blood everywhere. Have a shower, mate. Also, is bloody a swear word? Like, can we keep this clean with you saying that? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm Australian. It's part of my dialect. Okay. Well, count it as that then. Count as that and hope that we don't get banned yeah. on everything for foul language. Asylum of the dialect. Asylum of the dialect. <laughs> oh, why? But um, oh, speaking of people craggy. with guns, Vinda's coming back. Oh, my gosh. I keep forget. Was he in the trailer? Yeah. Yeah, he was. He's in the trailer. There's a promotional like image. like a second. I loved Vinda. How cool, though. I loved him. I like Vinda as well. I'm very glad he's coming back, I and I hope that means Belle comes you back, You and too. I disagree on a few things on Flux, but I feel like we can agree that Vinda and Belle are quite- Belle was I, a badass. Like Vinda was a badass. And I love how someone, mm-hmm. was it someone in Mr. Tardis's chat said something like, oh, I can't, well, there's, there's still time for them to reveal that Vinda and Bella are the Doctor's parents because they're coming back. And I was like, it oh, we really- It still might happen, mate. I mean, it's yeah, there might... is the argument With that all we... the timeless child stuff, that is no doubt going to get addressed. It would Who be knows? interesting, you know, it would be interesting. We're going to call this this child the Doctor or something, like- We named them after you. Name? Yeah, we named them after you, yeah. We called them Steve. We call them Steve. That's the doctor's name. Did you? Did Moffat never tell you that? I had a call with Moffat. No. Moffat. He told me the doctor's real name was Steve. Did you? Yeah. But yeah, so Vinda coming back. Lone Cyberman. Ace whacks a, a Dalek with a bat at one point for like 0.3 seconds of the trailer. Someone spotted that I didn't Very even clock. Very cool. It's going to be iconic. The Master's coming back. The Dalek's coming back. Kate Stewart's coming back. John Bishop wears the suit. The, the, the 13 wears the suit. Yaz has a gun in the TARDIS for some reason. There is a lot of rumors going, going around right now that the master like hypnotizes Yaz, or that there's a theory that when she was in the creepy hair electric place in Spyfall, that she became an agent for the master and has been a sleeper agent ever since. That's I been really going on for hope years. That isn't true because it, it almost like it, does it make, then make the Thasmin stuff a bit kind of does it disturb that a bit? Well, not does necessarily. It a kind it of a trope like, where uh, oh, I was trained to kill you, but I fell in love with you instead. I don't want another River Song. I don't oh, want that. No, I don't think it'll be like if they do it, it'll be like a Bucky Barnes situation. Yeah, yeah. We always start mm. like reading the the words in Russian. Yes. How, yeah. how, how, do we, how do we how do I say the Russian words right now so I can get I can get it right and then trigger know. the Winter Soldiers uh, in the Homecoming. In the <laughs> yeah, Homecoming. That was the biggest like homecoming. Marvel like tease was was just teasing Spider Man Homecoming. Wink at the War. audience. Freight car, longing. Yeah. Rusted, one, Homecoming. I know they're all words from it. Thasman. My Marvel memory is Tasman. <laughs> Imagine if the last word, like in the, in the one version where Bucky's like punching his way out of the cell in Civil War, and he's going, yeah. free car, longing, rusted, 17, homecoming, one, Thasmin punches the door. Boom. That would be the funniest thing. I would, I was, someone's going to make that an edit now. Just Thasmin. Oh, please, please. And then he's just like ready to comply. Okay, now go and make Thasmin kiss. Go and make it happen. Do it. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so I, I I don't know if I like the idea of being a sleeper agent because it would make me very upset, which is probably the point. Because um, obviously a few, there's a couple of shots of the master with Yaz and the master in between Yaz and thirteen and trying to like get in the middle of that and all that. So I something's I going on. Maybe he finds out that Unless... there's a romantic tension between them and uses it to pull them apart. Proper vind- vindictive oh master behavior, you know. It's not impossible. Yeah, it's not impossible. Um, Unless they're like working together to like mess up this line yeah someone said the idea is that the master might trick Yaz and make her think that you know he's gonna try and save the doctor but I feel like Yaz is too smart for that and doesn't Yaz is known 13 long enough Yaz is very switched on yeah and met the master on two different occasions now did she Mm. she, she, yeah she did did she see the master no did she she ever actually share a room with the master and the timeless children because she wasn't there for the cliffhanger that was just Ryan that was Ryan and 
That was just Ryan. So I don't think she ever shared a room with oh, him well, and Tam's children. I'm trying. No, I'm racking my brain. He, he like he like appeared. He appeared at the end of the Ascension of the Cybermen episode in yeah. front of everyone. Was but like, that, but that was Yaz and Graham were on the Cyber Carrier, so they didn't see it. That was my point. It was just Ryan oh, so that appeared in front oh, of. Right. That's what, that's oh, what I'm so saying. It was literally yeah, yeah. just Ryan. Um, oh, so like, but she she's seen enough. She knows about him enough. But then yeah, there's also the argument that like personally. he takes singles her out in the Spyfall <laughs> cliffhanger. He's like, stick with me, Yaz, because I control everything. It's like you could spin any line in any direction to try and make it sound like it could be a, like she could be an agent of the master. And I just hope it's not the case. I really do. Well, I'm but, interested. I hope they do something. Yeah. I hope there's something there. Like, because we never really get to see too much of like a companion in the master. In, I mean, we'd get a lot with that, like with Bill Potts. But we didn't really know it at the time. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. It'd be cool if they did something. I mm. want I want to be surprised by what happens with the master and Yaz. That's true. I don't know what's gonna happen. That is true. But I just want to see I want to see Troy. I want to see Thirty and Yaz kiss and see Twitter explode. That's what I know will make Twitter explode. Oh, that's the most. Go, don't worry. Because I saw a video. I keep shouting out my friend T, and it's not intentional, but they put a photo a video <laughs> up because they got a bunch of their friends together to watch the episode and that's why it went trending yeah. I saw the video and it was going like everywhere and I love that someone retweeted it and was like I love this is what what's so special about Doctor Who because it you know it's it's, it's giving something that people had not seen before on TV like a representation yeah, for them but just them screaming at like the, like, the scenes was so I think so, I saw that today the whole on Twitter yeah, it's it so adorable so like the way it, it will explode very, when they kiss will be, will be so funny honestly oh, it'll be so great I think that's that. yeah that's almost a definite for the episode but I think but, you're about to segue us into go Troy, on oh no no I've just got a question for you go do you think this episode is going to be too overstuffed? That very much depends on the runtime. They've already confirmed feature length, which means what? 70 what minutes? What does feature plus? length mean? I think it means 70 minutes or I more. I hope 17 minutes. I mean, rumor is it's longer than the 50th. I want it to be because I honestly feel that they've got more going on in the episode than even the 50th had, which is saying a lot. You know, that had three doctors, yeah. but we've got Daleks, Cybermen, The Master, Kate Stewart, Vinda, Ace, Tegan, Regeneration. Thasmin, there's so much stuff to juggle in that. There's like this, this end of child. time, end, yeah, a <laughs> fugitive, fugitive doctor. doctor. <laughs> I forget about that because she wasn't even in the trailer, but we know she's coming back. Like there's yep. end of time levels of content here, and that was a two parter that spread across like two hours mm. and fifteen minutes or something. So like, yeah, there, there's enough there. Like I want it to be ninety minutes. That's what I'd like. I'd like a ninety I hope, minute episode. I, hope it's 90 minutes. I don't think it will well, be. Given the the short length of Legend of the Sea Devil, sure. I think it'll be about Day of the Doctor deep breath level, where it's like 76, 77 minutes at a guess. But I would love it to be more like ninety. I'd love it to be the longest episode of Doctor Who. That would just annoy. I, like, well, I, I feel mean, like that would annoy people again. Like people don't like the era. People. They'd be like, yeah. I just I like, but like screw I thrive it. I on the energy because I like it. I don't care that you don't know. <laughs> no, seriously. All jokes aside, I actually would like it to be the longest because I feel like this is the opportunity where they would actually make the most of that time. Well, they couldn't. See, and plus, it is the centenary. So yeah. you know, centenary. The, like the six levels has proved that. Like some of the episodes could be longer and, and be able to fit the content in. The sea Devils was too short, mm. you know. Why Even ten, short? De- ten minutes could have made. I was gonna say ten devils. Ten minutes could have made a difference there, but ten devils could have made a difference. But the ending of the trailer, the way that every time I've watched the trailer about six times now, it was number four trending on YouTube yesterday, which was really cool. Yeah, baby, that's so good to see. Let's just see if it's still trending now because when I looked, it was like number seven yesterday but morning. Doc- but Doctor Who's number four but in the Who's evening. Dead, so it's anyway. number eleven on trending now, so it is starting to wean down a bit. Uh. But like Thor, Love and Thunder, like that trailer all slide in front of it. Yeah, oh yeah. There, there you go. <laughs> just checked. Thor, Love and Thunder trailer is number one on trending. Things you missed in the trailer is number three. So you see what I mean? Like, yeah. honestly. Yeah, that's, but, that's what happens. But I just really like the last clip of her, which I know everyone's saying that it's not the regeneration, it might be the fob watch opening and all that. But the emotion mm-hmm. of watching her 
regenerate inverted commas and just the one thing she shouts is Yaz's name that hurts yeah that genuinely that hurts. hurts that hurts a lot Mm-mm-mm-mm. especially after all the fast stuff in sea devils that was like a like a waving the carrot in You're the like, face oh and then taking gosh. it away i didn't like that at yep. all i loved it but i didn't Literally. like it um so that trailer was just amazing it's honestly one of the probably my favorite trailers for doctor whoever because i can't remember the last time a trailer got me that excited like even I the know, day of the doctor right? trailer like was just bouncing around it was matt smith being like it's time it's the day of the doctor in terms of trailers that wasn't particularly like good it was good for building up excitement but it didn't do much in terms yeah. of the trailer whereas mm. like that is a trailer that was like wow there's a lot in there for 30 seconds you know lots lots happening yeah flux's first happening. trailer was a minute and that, there was less going on in that i feel like than in than in the centenary one. Oh there. yeah like that is I crazy i completely agree um, completely agree with that but it's got us very excited. But one thing we need to talk about is uh, the Twitter responses that we got. And I said we leave it to the last minute and that's an editing secret. The bit we recorded earlier where I mentioned that, you know, we were going to talk about it later. Here's some editing magic for you. We recorded that five seconds ago and I slid it into oh, the episode. Did you notice? Stop it. Did you notice? That's so cheeky. I know, I know. Just a tease because so we realised. Podcast with a plan. Podcast with a plan. Podcast so with a plan. So to wrap up this episode, Podcast because with I have no plan, idea. Like yeah, I have no idea how long the episode's going to be. I think it's going to be about like an hour and 10, an hour and 20 at this point. But to wrap it up, That's we're going to read the four messages we've got on our Twitter thread with regards to uh, the Legend of the Sea Devils and the trailer. Okay, so we've got four Twitter responses here that we're going to read from. We'll just go through all four of them. That'll be yes. a good way to wrap up the episode, regardless of yes. however long the, ep- the episode length is. Goodness knows. Uh, do you want to read the first one out? Yes, please, go if I it. could. Yeah, you have permission. Um, I'm so giving you from... permission to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I very much appreciate that. Tips hat. Um, so this is from Muffin Guy 1989 And they say, I thought Legend of the Sea Devils was all right. Fun, but not amazing. Thasman with a highlight. Centenary trailer kind of overshadowed the episode for me. I think we can agree on that. Mm-hmm. Um, when I saw Ace, I was legitimately shocked. I'm ashamed to admit that I didn't recognize Tegan at first. Lol. I think <laughs> Troy me. and I are both it's ashamed. It's literally me. <laughs> I think, I think we response. could have written this. <laughs> I mean, I'd say Legend of Sea Devils was good rather than all right, but I agree with the idea that it was yeah. fun, but not amazing. Thasman with a highlight. That, I like that. His tweet 100%. is basically me. Is Muffin Guy 1989 uh, my ult? What's going on here? I don't know, but I very much agree. I'm going to like that tweet right now. I'm yeah. Like that tweet right yeah. I've just now. seen the light go up on it. Yeah, that's very cool. It's very <laughs> cool. Um, next up, we've got one from WTBA who said, I was amazed at the negative reaction I saw mostly to Legend of the Sea Devils. I liked it. It wasn't amazing. It was B, B minus, but I liked it and I had fun. The trailer was very surprising. I had not been spoiled on the Ace, Ace News, so I was shocked. Um, again, pretty much, pretty much like me, because there has been a pretty negative reaction to Legend of Sea Devils. People saying it was one of the worst episodes of the Jody era. It was quite weak. Highly disagree. Blah, blah, blah. Highly disagree. You know, like it's a long way to go before it's Orphan Fifty Five. You know what I mean? I hate on that a lot. I don't yeah. completely abhor Orphan Fifty Five. It's just there's parts of it I just despise. But that's for another day when we do our reviewing Series Twelve episode. Whenever we get to that point. Um, mm. But yeah, I liked it. I would say like a BB minus. Yeah. It was a good episode. I had fun. And I am surprised that there was an overly negative reaction to it. You know what I mean? Okay, we got one here from AntDude1, who says, Overall, the app was good. I love the sword fighting bit for some reason. I guess it reminds me of a movie I watched as a kid. The teaser is kind of... Um, the teaser is awesome. Kind of wish it's a two-parter where it fades to black as Journey regenerates and the 14th Doc solves the problem. Ooh. Wow, that was a lot, AntDude. That was a lot. But I mean... It's a hot it, take. I feel like... It should be a two-parter. If we, you were just like talking the before, the centenary should be like, a two-parter, a hundred percent. I don't know if I like the idea of the fourteenth Doctor solving the problem that was set up for thirteen, though. That would feel like a bit of a disservice no. to her character. I feel like, but 
I, but at least, but at least, and dude liked the sword fight. I love the sword fights. I think we like I love the sword, sword fights. So I genuinely we can agree love the sword fights. We can 100 yeah, agree on that. 100. I thought they were really, really cool. So I, I back you on that. Uh, and then wrapping it up, Connell uh, has said, "I think Jody is opening the fob watch, not regenerating yet, and the master will be taking fashion from the curse of fatal death, master." OMG, classic Who for the win. Yeah, there's a lot of kind of like the, the master having all these different looks. I'm vibing with it. I like it. I like it a lot. But yeah, I think I'm everyone think, feels like it's the fob watch. I don't know, though, because it does look like she's regenerating in the shot rather than the fob watch is being, like, you know, is, is transferring the knowledge into her. But we know the fob watch is going to come back into it. They kind of, they tease that in flux, you know, in, hide this away to. somewhere I can never find it unless I really ask for it. What better reason to ask for it than the future Doctor showing back up? The Master, the Lone Cyberman, Kate Stewart, Vinda, Ace, Tegan, Thasmin Feelings, listing it all off. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's a lot of reason to get the fob yeah. watch out and be like, all right. Oh, all right, fine. I'll get the fob watch out. All right, exactly. guys, you wanted fine. the fob watch out. You wanted the fob I'll watch. Get it out, guys. Here it is. <laughs> You've dabbled with fob watches. Now meet the genuine <laughs> article. I, I think to, that's I a sign to. we should wrap this episode I, I up, think my that friend. Definitely is a sign that, that we're at we're at the end here. We're at the end. I think we should just stop. So. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. This is kind of a, an all over the place episode. I think we're still getting used to just talking again. I'm getting used to talking again without yeah. my throat being gone because that was exactly. the main thing for COVID. I just stopped streaming because my throat just died entirely. I didn't speak for mm. ages, which is weird for me because I but don't know now, when to stop talking. You know. I know it was bliss. <laughs> now I'm just. I'm sad. kidding. I'm See, really I sad. can I can bite back. Take a drink, everyone. Take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh i don't know but thank you all very much for listening it is greatly appreciated as always make sure you're following the podcast on whatever platform you listen to it on check out the U- ver- the video versions on youtube and spotify audio versions on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and amazon music so remember you've got all that variety if you're listening on a platform that you think is the only one it's on you think i'd rather listen to this on spotify you can go do it remember the video versions are on there too and remember apple listeners still don't have video versions it's a bit I'm keeping the bit up now because Apple need to make video versions. I don't know why they haven't done it. They, they do. need to. And until they do, I'll keep laughing. Apple podcast listeners, how's the audio version? <laughs> Very funny. Oh Very my, funny. Oh my Again, God. we love they you. It, I say it audience. in joke. I say they it as a jest joke. It's just banter. It's great banter because we're, we're in 2014 again now and I'm Alan Partridge. It is great banter. It really is. Oh, can, can I say something about like uh, Apple? If it's any kind of food joke, I'm ending the call and the podcast is going to end very unceremoniously and you're <laughs> grinning, so I know that that's what it was. Go on, say um, it, say it. Let's have the podcast why, end right now. Why Why do the Daleks eat fruit? Answer. Because an apple a day keeps the doctor away. I'm crying right now. Poll and Q&A are underneath <laughs> on Spotify. Make sure you reply to them. Give us your thoughts on the episode and Legend of the Sea Devils and the Centenary in the YouTube comment section. And beyond that, I'm leaving now to go and cry in a cold shower. Thank you all very much for listening. I'll see you next week in episode nine, episode 10, sorry, of Who's There a Doctor Who podcast, losing track myself. Where are they now? Looking at where Doctor Who actors have come and gone before and after their roles in Doctor Who. I'm going to get away from Crispy Pro as fast as possible now and process that terrible sense of humor. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you all soon. Alon Z, baby. <laughs> <laughs>